0: Hi everybody, I'm Louise and um, I've been the Debt Centre Manager here at our centre for the past two years. Um, Here at Chichester Baptist Church we partner with CAP, which stands for Christians Against Poverty, to provide debt counselling in the area. So CAP was founded back in 1996 by John Kirkby, who's here there, Um, And now there are around 300 centres around the UK. And as a a charity, we see over 2,500 clients go debt-free every year. So our service is available to anyone going through financial hardship. And there is always a solution to get people out of debt. And the service is completely free. Our centre here in Chichester was first opened by Colin Clark in 2009. Here's Colin with some of the team, and some of you may recognise Emma and know her own journey with um, CAP. She received CAP debt help and, and has gone on to become a CAP befriender. Some of the statistics for our own centre here in Chichester. Over the past 13 years, we have helped 498 clients. We've seen 145 clients go debt-free with an enormous £2,404, 48 pence of debt that has been cleared. And we have prayed with hundreds of clients, helping them to meet Jesus' love and moving them forward in their own faith journey. So how does it all work? So just to give you a bit of how we do things. So if someone needs help and debt help, they can book into our service using the free phone cap, number or go to our CAP website. They can get booked into our centre and together with a volunteer or befriender, we will go and visit them in their own home. We have three appointments with them during which we will explain our service, help them gather paperwork that they need. And once all the information is collected, um, our team of debt advisors at head office use this information to create a detailed budget and a route out of debt for them. We then explain that budget to them and um, whichever options are available to them. And we always offer to pray with our clients at each appointment, and we continue working with them until they are completely debt-free. So our service is really relational, helping people practically in their homes, often helping the most vulnerable, taking the stress away. Many can't face opening posts or answering the phone, and some are even too afraid to open their curtains but we can take that load off and that fear away. We can deal with their creditors on their behalf. We have clients from every background. Debt can affect anyone through illness, mental health, the loss of a job, death in the family, a change of circumstances. This year, we're experiencing the highest rate of inflation for decades, and things are getting more difficult for those living in poverty and in debt. The Food Foundation reported that seven million adults missed meals in April this year due to rising costs. And fuel bills are becoming unaffordable for many. According to the Joseph Roundtree Foundation, at the end of 2021, 3.8 million people on the lowest incomes had fallen behind in paying bills. Right now, across the UK and right here in our community, there are people living in in very real poverty Neighbours with empty cupboards, fridges, stomachs. A father unable to heat his cold and damp home. And a mother for whom basic sanitary products are out of reach. With all that is going on, we are expecting the need for cap to increase. So the statistics and all the information can seem really overwhelming and really without hope. The the theme for CAP Sunday this year is Lament to Hope, because we know that there is always hope with Jesus, and I believe God is using CAP to bring hope to so many. Some of the families that we work with here in Chichester have written a short message of their own journey of hope, and thanks to you all through CAP, which we've asked a few members of the congregation to read out for us.
1: This is a message from a household consisting of A and D and two children, who went debt-free this July. Me and my family are so grateful for the help and guidance we received from CAP. The support was outstanding. And I would honestly say to anyone who is scared of making that first step into becoming debt free, to definitely take the plunge as you feel like a weight has been lifted. And you won't be going through it alone. The help is always there, like a helping hand helping you stay on the right path to thrive. Honestly, the best decision we made.
2: This is a message from Jay who has two children and is on a debt repayment plan. I was given the number of CAP and once I dialed and talked through with a coach, I knew it was one of the best things I'd ever done. It's going to be a tough couple of years, but at the end of it, I will be debt free and even have some savings. I can't wait. Thank you, Louise and CAP. This is a message from uh, R, who went debt-free in uh, March 2022. Cap calmed the stormy financial sea in front of me and led me to a place of peace. This is a message from Jagna and Washek with three children who are about to become debt-free. Since we start working with Cap, we stop afraid about to be homeless we can pay all of priority bills, and we know how much left for food. Now, especially in these difficult times, when food price and electricity go up, it was, it was the best choice to trust CAP.
3: Really good to hear from Louise, the story of CAP here over the last 13 years, how someone can access help. I don't know about you, but I found those statistics, but also those quotes just incredibly moving hearing the significant difference that CAP has made and we know will continue to make. A little bit later, Louise will come back and share some thoughts about how we can get involved and we'll think together about how we can pray. But for now, I just want to think for a few moments about what the Bible says about our task as Christians as we seek to bring the good news of Jesus to people in the way that we serve. Louise has mentioned that our theme for this Sunday nationally, for any CAP Sunday that's happening up and down the country, is this. It's from Lament to hope. And here we are joining with hundreds of other churches who are on this journey to communicate the good news of Jesus through the ministry of CAP, helping people from lament to hope. And I want to think about that theme with two brief thoughts from scripture just for a moment. And these are my two thoughts for today. The first is that the people of God are are to weep with those who weep. That is the sort of gospel people that we are. That is who we are called to be in part. If you look at the Bible, you'll see all the way through the scriptures, people who allowed themselves to be moved. Jesus himself, Jesus, the the son of God here on this earth, he wept, he wept. The psalmists cried out to God in sadness and in anger. And there were prophets who lamented, One of those prophets, Jeremiah, was actually known as the weeping prophet. And these verses from Lamentations 2, this is verse 11, give you a flavour of this prophet Jeremiah who wept. It says, My eyes fail from weeping. I am in torment within. My heart is poured out on the ground because my people are destroyed. Jeremiah was a prophet who spent most of his life calling on God's people, calling on the people of Israel to repent and live the life that they were called to live, back into relationship with God. They didn't listen. They were eventually captured by the Babylonians. And Jeremiah saw his people, with their freedom taken away, living outside of a relationship with God. And it broke his heart. And he was moved to write a whole book about what he saw This book of lamentation about all that he saw and all that he felt. Lament means a prayerful expression of grief or sorrow. It means to express our griefs and our sadnesses before God. UK poverty is a reason to lament just now. And we come honestly before God, acknowledging what a difficult place we find ourselves in as a nation. And it's appropriate, actually, it's the right thing as God's people to let ourselves be moved by it and to lament over it. There'll be people here with us in our family today, in our community, for whom this is very real, for whom fuel poverty means that we can't pay our bills, choosing between food and heating this winter, not being able to afford the petrol in our car to get to work. The Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 12 that part of being in the family of God is weeping with those who weep. It's a thought, isn't it? That You become a Christian, you put your faith in Jesus and he wants you to feel the pain of others as part of the deal. We hold the pain of those in poverty before God. One of the things that I so appreciate about Louise's work, she's not just really good at what she does. You know, She's not just administratively brilliant and organised and clever and relational with people. She feels deeply the pain of others and that means something. The people of God are to weep with those who weep. But of course, along with that, the people of God are to be hope bringers. The reason we feel moved is because we know things aren't right and this is not how God would want things to be and not how the world should be. We feel the wrongness of it but also because deep down we know that things should and can be different. The people of God are to weep with those who weep and they are to be hope bringers. Continuing the story of Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, right at the heart of Lamentations, in chapter 3, he says this, I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind. And therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Jeremiah's lamenting for his country, and he's confronted with the love and compassion and hope of God. A wonderful example of lament that leads to hope, that leads to a new song. The reason that we are a cap centre isn't just because we want to alleviate poverty, which we do, it's because we believe that our faith in Jesus is good news for the whole person in every way. We believe that all people are precious and created in the image of God and that he wants to bring hope to our lives, to free people from financial poverty and to free people from spiritual poverty, to bring life in all its fullness and hope all those the statistics of those people who've been set free from debt and the quotes that give the sense of hope like they said like a burden that's been lifted but also the hundreds that have been prayed for that have found their way to faith in Jesus that have found their way to the orbit of our church and other churches communities We've been hearing so much about the Queen's life of faith and service this week, of course, and her Christian faith shone through in that life of service. She consistently pointed people beyond herself and her service to Jesus. She said this in her Christmas broadcast in 2004. For me as a Christian, one of the most important of these teachings is contained in the parable of the Good Samaritan. The implication drawn by Jesus is clear. Everyone is our neighbour, no matter what race, creed or colour. The need to look after a fellow human being is far more important than any cultural or religious differences. Everybody is our neighbour. Everybody should be cared for. God loves everybody. And because we follow Jesus, we do what he did. The Queen served people humbly and graciously following in the example of Jesus. And we are aiming through the ministry of CAP to do the same. The people of God are to be hope bringers, hope bringers. If we follow Jesus, then we're called to share the hope that we have with others and what a calling that is for us. And in a minute, we'll worship and Louise will help us to think a bit more about how we can be specifically involved with the work of CAP if we want to. But I guess I want to leave us with a broader, more biblical challenge, which is that we're to be hope bringers in many spheres Now, today, it may be that you need the help from CAP. It might be you want to get involved in praying for CAP or involved in serving or volunteering Brilliant! But actually, that's not going to be every one of us. But for every single one of us, we are to be a hope bringer. How can we bring hope to our family and our friends and our neighbours this week? What can you do or say? How can you pray to bring something of the hope of God into someone's life this week? So we celebrate and thank God for the work of CAP over the last 13 years. Lovely, is Colin Clark here today? Not. He's coming tonight because I was going to say it was nice to see a young-looking Colin Clark uh, on the screen there who who began the CAP Centre. Martin Jenkins, who then took the CAP Centre on, and Louise over the last couple of years. But many of you who have worked with CAP, we've had others that have worked with CAP, but so many who have volunteered, and we're so grateful. We're going to pray about Cap later and our response, but I'll leave you with this thought that the people of God are to weep with those who weep, and the people of God are to be hope bringers to others. So I'm going to hand back to Calvin. He's going to lead us in a bit more worship, thinking about that before Louise comes and shares some more.
0: So first of all, I just want to say thank you to all of you for the incredible difference that you are making every day to people in our community. Having a debt centre in Chichester is making a real difference and it's because of your generosity that we can do what we do. At CAP, we work hard to provide both practical and emotional support to those we work with, as debt is often just one of the many difficulties that people are facing, particularly at the moment. And we can't do that without the help and support of the church. We need you with your gifts, your experience and story, whatever that may be, to come alongside us to help us support our clients on their journey out of debt. So we're just going to look at some of the ways that you might be able to help or get involved. So could you become a befriender? A befriender is a volunteer who comes along on the three client visits with us to support the debt coach and the client on the visit. This can be to help with paperwork, to play with a child to keep them occupied, but mostly just to be a friendly presence. And if you have a bit of time to give, you could maybe take someone out for a coffee, go on a dog walk, bring them along to church or to church events. We see clients from all walks of life, young and old, families and those alone, some without homes, some with additional needs, some who speak English as a second language, and many who have just lived through some really difficult times and just need some encouragement and some friendship. We need volunteers from all walks of life, and we all have something to offer. So Ellen's going to introduce you to some of our befrienders. Yes, thanks,
3: Louise. Um, Jenny and Mike Redhead are both here, and they're both befrienders with CAP, and they're going to come and share just really briefly about that. So why don't you welcome them as they come up? Brilliant. Well, we're so grateful for you for befriending, being befriended with CAP. And I've got a quest, a different question for each of you. Jenny, can you tell us what you enjoy, perhaps, about befriending? What's, um, what, what's encouraging about it? Why you do it? Uh, the blessing it is to you? Yeah. I think I like best the making a difference
2: factor. Um, sort of the privilege of visiting people in their homes and going in. And when you first go in... Um, they've often got their heads down and they're really worried about what it's going to be like. Um, And then as the visit goes on and Louise does her thing with listening and and writing um, about the information and so on, they gradually sort of perk up a bit and they look and they kind of almost breathe a sigh of relief. And I think it's the introducing of hope, really, you know, yes, when we go in, I, I mean, I've got quite a lot I like about being a befriend. Um, I also like praying during the visit, which Celia Asquith um, highly recommended that. Um, you know, obviously, we should be praying all through the visit, really. And that seems to help focus the mind enormously. And I'm, I'm really, I like doing that. I also like playing with children. Um, because if you've got to sort of present your finances, um, there's nothing like a child, is there, for distracting you? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when people are really in dire straits, you can't really think straight, can you? So, you know, I, I really enjoy playing with children. That's part of it for me, and I like helping when they let me help helping people to get their paperwork a bit in order, even if it's just finding one or two things that seem quite elusive you know the more you look for something sometimes you know you've got it but it's in there somewhere um i like the organization and the thinking behind it um i like the way louise is very organized so she i'm not sort of landed in it you know i always know exactly what to expect you know and she's really good at communicating um, and it just feels a privilege, really, to be part of, a, of something that's very, very hopeful.
3: Oh, fantastic, Jenny. I like your phrase, Louise does her thing. And then you're there around the edges praying, playing with children, sourcing out. Yeah, fantastic. Now, Mike, some people here might be thinking, it sounds interesting. I'm not sure if I'm the right sort of person. You could perhaps tell us a bit about the sorts of qualities and skills that a befriender needs to have.
1: Well, where do I start? Um, you have to be patient. Because sometimes um, while Louise gets on with the important things, um, you're sitting there very quietly and occasionally praying because it can get sticky sometimes. some of the decisions that people are confronted with are very, very difficult. Um, so patience is a virtue, certainly. Um, the other thing you have, well, Jenny's already mentioned, distracting. Um, I've become very good at playing trains because um, that's something what I did... Uh, to, in order to distract a, a, a youngster, uh, because they can. If uh, at the end of the day, the parents are listening and trying to work out what the best way forward is, and um, if a child distracts them, it's it's it can be difficult. So, Jenny, as Jenny has mentioned, um, distracting children, uh, colouring in. I've become good at that too. <laughs> um, uh, but um, and occasionally we shoot prayers up. Um, if things get a little bit awkward um, and for the client um, it's it's they've made a terrific decision in the first place to come to cap um, and sometimes you know when you consider that some of them can't open the door in case it's a a, a debt collector somebody asking them for money um, they're very very shy and um, unwell in a sense and of course that that leads to um uh difficult um circumstances for them so you have to be sympathetic Mm. compassionate Mm. and patient
3: Mm. brilliant well thank you both so much i know how much louise appreciates you both in your befriending role so
0: really grateful thank you (coughs) Yeah, Jen and Mike are amazing, and um, I just personally love the way they just put people at rest in their home, they make people laugh, and yeah, they're just fantastic. But really, you, everybody has something to bring as a befriender, there are as many types of clients as there are befrienders, so everyone can bring something, and yeah, so come and have a chat to Jen and Mike later if um, you want to find out a bit more about that. So I just want to uh, tell you a little story now um, about a guy called Dan, or we're going to call him Dan anyway. Um, So we met uh, Dan through CAP on a visit earlier this year. He's a young man living alone, um, and he has a few health difficulties. He had been struggling to get uh, on the right benefits, and he was on a very low income, so it caused him to go into some debts. One time when we were visiting his home, I noticed he'd been reading the letter that CBC had sent out to the local community before the Parklands Jubilee Fun Day. And uh, it had Andy Morgan on the front, and he'd been reading that. And he'd also, I noticed, been reading a little evangelistic book that I'd also left with him when we were there before. And um, I took the opportunity to read a little prayer from it. Um, after I'd read that, he said to me that he'd really liked to become a Christian and um, that he'd been thinking about it. So I asked him if he wanted to pray right then and there. So we prayed a salvation prayer together. After that, I also invited him along to the Parklands Fun Day. And it was at the fun day that he got to meet some of the guys in the church. And um, they really supported him in friendship and invited them along to their home groups. Um, and we're still helping Dan on his debt-free journey, but it's wonderful to see how the church invited him in and he met with Jesus and the love and support of a, a community. Um, I just wanted to tell you that story partly because it takes all of us to, um, to draw people into hope and to freedom in Jesus. God is doing some amazing things amongst and through, through those in our frontline community I want to invite you to also be part of that, as we show people together as a church that there is always hope, and to see lives transformed. So there's lots of other ways to get involved, as well as being a befriender. So I'll just briefly go through a few things, and if any of these um, spark some interest, come and have a chat with me after. So we would love to increase and broaden the service that we provide to meet the needs in this financial climate. One of the ways that we could do that is by running CAP money or life skills courses to equip people to manage well in times of financial challenge and to prevent debt. These are both short courses, usually in small groups, open to everybody, um, and we could probably all learn some really good tips on these. So, you know, if we are running them, please feel free to come along as well. The CAP Money course teaches budgeting skills and simple money management. And CAP Life Skills teaches practical money saving techniques, cooking on a budget, living healthily on less, and making money go further, as well as uh, help and tips for dealing with life's pressures. So if you would be interested in running or help run either of these courses a few times a year, please get in contact. Have a chat with me after. Maybe you'd like to help with um, Christmas or Easter, packing and delivering gifts. Um, We often have um, certain admin tasks, fundraising, things like writing birthday cards for clients. Maybe you could help with something like that. Uh, we, we would like to run and organise events and parties. Maybe you could help with some organising or to help with food. Could you help in promoting our service to the community, to agencies, charities, community groups, things that maybe you're working in that environment or you, you know someone in something that you, know, you could just connect with? Maybe you'd like to join our monthly prayer group and support a support cap in prayer, and you can always sign up for our monthly cap newsletter to stay connected. There are so many ways that you could get uh, involved in a way that would best fit you, and I just ask you to prayerfully consider whether you might like to get involved in this work. But with all that we've heard today, we are not helpless bystanders watching the difficulties of the world. We can co-partner with God in his mission, his commission to help those in need on our doorstep and right the injustice of poverty. And we can pray in response to what we see around us and hold it up before God. We want to see a thriving church, transformed lives and an end to UK poverty. Thanks very much.
3: Thank you so much, Louise. As Louise has said, she's going to be around and other cat volunteers to chat at the end. Before we finish, we're going to worship together, but I want just to give us some space for prayer and for response. There might be any number of responses today. Um, we'll worship a bit in a moment and you might want to stand and join with that. But there may be some prayer response you want to make, so I'm going to give us some space to do that. First of all, you might just know that you need help. It might be that you want to just pray and acknowledge that you need some help and you want to reach out for some help today. It might be that you want to just pray quietly about your role. Is it in being involved in CAP in any way? Um, If it is, pray about that. We're thinking a bit more broadly as a church about the cost of living crisis generally. Could you offer some time and energy to us as we think about broader things, wider than just CAP to do with financial need in our community? It might be that you'd like to write a prayer. Hundreds of churches across the UK are joining together in Cap Sundays and there are prayers being collated and they're going to be sent to Westminster Chapel, collected and prayed over all together. So you can do that right now if you wanted to or if you've got a device with you, a phone, a tablet or whatever by scanning the QR code or you can take a physical card, it's like this and it's on the desk, the cap desk at the back, and you can write a prayer, a prayer of lament and a prayer of hope on that. And they'll be collected and sent up to Westminster, so you can do that digitally or writing a prayer. It might be that you'd appreciate praying with each other. Um, We talked about our own personal Goliaths, our own giants, whatever that might be today. It will not be financial insecurity for everyone, but there will be things for us all. So really I just want to give us some space for a few minutes to pray in whatever way we feel led and then we'll stand and sing and worship some more as we finish. So let's pray and have some quiet. And in a moment I'll lead us. Bring your prayers to God. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come together in your name as we bring the power of collective prayer before you to lament for those suffering the rising cost of living. We ask for strength through the testing times ahead, that we may keep our eyes open to those struggling in our communities, moving our hearts into action to do your will. We ask that those who follow Jesus will bring about your kingdom through acts of love and compassion, and that the church will be bold and empowered to bring the endless love of Jesus to those in need. Would you continue to bless the work of CAP here in Chichester? Would you help us as a church community to know how to respond more widely and broadly to the cost of living crisis for all those in need as we seek to bring hope to others? May we be a people who weep with those who weep and a people who are hope bringers into people's lives.